0: Episode we are going to Chile because I need to start the pod with the most beautiful country I have been to. And I feel it's very underrated compared to the rest of South America. So I would like to inspire you to go. The longest country in the world, forty-three hundred kilometers in length, to be precise. From dry desert in the north to cold Antarctic weather in the south, and Santiago surrounded by the Andes, Chile is a very diverse country to say the least. So here are my top 10 essential tips. It's not cheap. It is very affluent, non-corrupt, and relatively stable politically. Since getting rid of Pinochet in the 80s. However, recently there has been discontent from the public due to the inflation caused by the pandemic. Obviously, like everywhere else in the world at the minute. There is also a new regime since a couple of months that seems to have cried down things a bit. So to keep costs down, I would advise to get Airbnb instead of hotel. And Uber or public transportation in Santiago mainly, is very safe to do so. Tip number two, rent a car. It gives you freedom. Buses are classy and on time and super posh. It's going to take you a long time in this context. So it's good to note as well that when you are driving, you have to pay your parking fee. Number three, pack accordingly. November to March is the ideal window to go if you want to cover most of the country. For example, in the desert, it is super cold in the morning and then it gets extremely hot. So I would suggest bringing a dawn jacket. For example, I was wearing a Patagonia jacket, hiking boots, cargo trousers, scarf, sun cream, sunglasses, and a hat. Of course, don't forget your camera. And fun fact, actually, you won't need bug spray. It's not needed there because the climate and cold stream coming from the the South Pacific. Mosquitoes are not attracted by this kind of climate. So mosquito, just like me, don't like the cold. Tip number four, start in Santiago because it's diverse, it's beautiful, surrounded by these mountains and for the food, of course. I was there in December time and the weather was pleasant. Not seeming hot, but back to the food. To so empanada from street vendors to upscale restaurant, it has to offer for every test. I recommend going to Bocanari's for lunch. 1 p.m. is the, is the lunch time, by the way. Which, on top of amazing fresh seafood option, has endless selection of wine by the glass, so you can then test the flavor of the country. It is in the o- historical district as well, so... You can pop in there when you're in the middle of visiting all the cultural spots. For more casual lunch and dinners, I would recommend going to the Franklin neighborhood, where some warehouses have been turned into food markets. You cannot leave town without trying indigenous food. And the restaurant I would recommend is called per Mayen. if I <laughs> pronounce it well. It's in Providencia. In this restaurant, everything is cooked the Chilean ancestral way. Definitely get the testing menu creative and also quite affordable, to be honest. Plus, Providencia is a great area if you want to go out clubbing and dancing. Everything is happening there. There's also where there's a cute museum called La Chascona. This is the old house of Pablo Neruda, which is a Chilean poet who lived through the Pinochet era. So in the house, you will understand the whole history. And also, it's very cute and you can buy little souvenirs from Chile. I'll definitely recommend it for a museum, a bit less touristy. Of course, there's still tourists, but not too crazy. Also, if you want the real local experience in Santiago, I recommend to walk up the San Cristobal Hill or take the cable car that goes up there. It's a great spot to go for sunset, and you will see family mingling, having picnic, people running up and down the hill, and very chill. So I will definitely recommend going there. And if you are staying in Santiago, you should go you should stay in Bella Vista. It's a nice area. We had an Airbnb there with a pool on the roof, but there are really nice hotels I will recommend as well, such as Castilla Rojo. Number five, after Santiago or oh, while you in Santiago, I recommend going to Valparaiso, for, which is a beautiful beach town. It's also very famous for New Year's Eve celebration. Because the firework is quite spectacular. You are by the bay and you can see the fireworks quite clearly. As I was there in December and through the New Year's Eve, we went to this restaurant called Portofino. It's actually the best one for the view. And we're also the only tourist there, so much appreciated. And then during the day, it's nice to walk around and take pictures of the colorful houses and the street art is like a big graffiti movement going on there. So if you like taking this kind of picture, it's definitely the place to be. Also, pack up some walking shoes because very hilly. However, ending that hill climb in a nice restaurant with a glass of wine looking over the ocean feels very rewarding. Number six, get off the beaten path. Drive down to Butchupuero in the Biobio Valley is a region known for surfing. Very beautiful, black sand beaches along the shoreline, laid back atmosphere and super good seafood. It's a very green area. We actually encountered only local tourists who like to surf. We stayed at Pajla Las Nalca, which is a surf camp in the middle of the nature, very low-key. Full of pine tree and treetop view. The ground is amazing for hiking as well as relaxing. There's a pool. Your room is basically a tree house. Very cute. Also, you hike around the estate. They have these treetop views. You can do yoga on the treetop. You also have the swing that swings you into the void. Very good for Instagram real because you can do one of those shots that everyone likes to do swinging in the void. Good spot for that. Also, the owner are super cool. They have like this clubhouse where everyone meets each other at the end of the day of the surfing day or exploring. And they play electronic music. That is my jam. So for an owner that plays electronic music, 100%, 10 out of 10. Tip number seven, visit the wine region. If you don't have time, there's also urban wine tour in Santiago that you can sign up for. But I would highly recommend to rent a car and drive about two and a half hours to Santa Cruz. I was there for a couple of days, mainly exploring the region and obviously drinking all the wine. Chili's is known for a specific grape called Carmenere. You can mainly find it there, but Carmenere is originally from France, but it became a rare right there. So it's mostly made in Chile now, and they also tend to go more toward the organic path. Wine tours there are very generous, very educational. We're always so full and drunk at the end of the day, so I will not advise driving. I will advise to get a guide and Drink as much wine as you want. My favorite winery during the tour was called Vieux Manant. It was a beautiful estate, stunning ground, where they take you around in horse carriages to the vineyard, and you test about eight or ten wine and finish with a big late lunch in the garden, not to mention the snacks in between. So great that they had some amok for those you need to not hit off. I recommend staying at Hotel Terrivinia. It's a small bed and breakfast that grows their own wine. So they have nice room, a large garden with stunning sunset views that you can match up with a glass of wine. Number eight, Pisco. This has school's main argument between Chile and Peru. Who did it first? Which one was the best? For that, you will have to go to the Elqui Valley is such a magical place. This is where Pisco brandy, made from grapes. The natural setting around it is just amazing. All the distilleries to make Pisco are in this region. is also the world's first dark sky sanctuary. So if you are into astrophotography or simply star watching, this is the place to go. They organize horse rides in the dark. If you're not into ox riding, you can also take a car in the dark. So they take you to the highest point, and then you can see the star very clearly. There are also great I threw the mountain into the hot spring. This is where I took the picture that you can see on the cover of this episode. It's called Paso Agua Negra. Back to Pisco. If you want to visit a very traditional distillery, like where Pisco is made the ancient way, go to Los Nichos. But please drink with moderation because these are very strong. But when you finish visiting the distillery, you get so much food. Portion in Chile are very generous, so you will sober up quite quickly. Number nine, the grand finale, San Pedro de Atacama. That is the most beautiful breathtaking landscape I ever seen. Now that I'm a better photographer, I'm dying to go back and finally submit this picture to Nageo because you know, goals. Interesting fact, they do a lot of UFO research there because of they had a lot of mystical phenomenon happening in that region. And also they have a very specific landscape that is like walking on the moon. So a lot of astronauts come to do their training there. They walk and live there. They live in this super secret camp that no one knows the address. And, and so the local call it Almatraz because the name of the project is Alma and it's a bit like a prison. So Alma, Alcatraz put together in Anyway, you get the joke. Of course, the region is very touristy, but it's amazing. Not like Machu Picchu. More on this one in the next episode. Anyway, I recommend to get a private tour to avoid the crowds because these private guides they take you to the place at a certain time before the crowds arrive and you mostly get the place to yourself for like stunning pictures. Top places to go? Laguna Serra. Floating salt water. But that water is cold. Actually, a funny video will be posted about that. Go through the Rainbow Valley. I would recommend going there Sunrise, because the um, color will change to the day when you're driving through it. Also, Sunset. I will obviously recommend the Moon Valley. To see the flamingo, you should go to Salar de Atacama. And lastly, you should wake up around three or four in the morning to go to the geyser Tatio. It's a very unique phenomenon at sunrise where this boiling water coming from the herb and just act like a fountain and end up steaming after half an hour. So it's like a fountain of boiling water. And then a half an hour later, when the sun is fully up, it's just... Becomes steam. So it's very unique. I also experienced it in Iceland, very interested in unique too. Number 10, these are my bonus tips. So, how did I get there? I got a deal right my mailbox once from Latam suggesting to go to Santiago for £1,500 in business. I was like, oh, amazing. I always wanted to go there. And for that price, definitely going. It wasn't a direct flight though. I had to stop in Sao Paulo, maybe for a couple of hours, and then in Santiago. And it's actually good at the time because 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 LATAM was part of One World, which is the same alliance as British Airways. It was actually good to help with increasing my status and with more IVOs and sharepoint. Anyway, on that... I will actually create a private podcast to talk about it because it's very technical and complicated. I'll let you know when, when that is ready. To fly internally, I use Air Miles as well, Avia. but to be honest, in Chile, the flight, internal flights are not that expensive. I mean, it's not Asia, but it's still pretty good. For money, I actually have a Revolut. I'm not advertising for Revolut or anything, but you want to avoid bank charges. So you can go with Revolut or Curve or Monizi. I think even Monzo let you spend money abroad without paying ATM fees. So I just do that. SIM card. Wi-Fi was pretty good everywhere. But if you need access to access data on your phone, I always use an Apple Airalo. I'll put the link in the description below. But it's very good because you don't need to take the SIM out of your phone or go around town to try to find a SIM card. You just download this app and it installs the eSIM onto your phone and you're ready to go. And you can keep your main line if someone needs to call you or anything. So pretty good. Of, of course, accommodation, airbnbs or booking.com if you have the genius discounts pretty good i'll link all of that in the description so the last question will i go back absolutely yes because i want to go see the penguin i want to go to the chilean side of patagonia and now i can take very nice picture so 100 i want to go back so that was it that was Chile. i would really like you to leave any comments in the review section and ask any question via email or Instagram messages, and I will respond directly if you need. Otherwise, I'm planning to create an episode dedicated to respond to questions from my listener. So we will end the pod with an excerpt of a poem from Pablo Neruda. Of, he who does not travel, who, who does not read, who does not listen to music, who does not find grace in himself, she who does not find grace in herself dies slowly. Obviously, nobody's dying right now. Thanks for listening and leave and start.